What's up, people? Welcome to La Roche FM. Oh, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. Check out the big brain on bread. Technology alone is not enough. Life of a designer is a life of fight. Fight against the ugliness. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of La Roche FM. And today we're going to talk about why consistent writing makes you a better designer, thinker, learner, and leader, and so on. So some of you may know, who follow my articles on uh, Medium, that I wrote a story about um, five important skills every designer must have. And one of them was communication skills. And whether you are a designer, manager, or a CEO, but I didn't explain what actually led me to become a better communicator, and that is writing. And I have this really good quote from um, Axel Rode and Cooper. So, writing helps you think and learn, enhances your chances of success, contributes to your personal development, and strengthens your relationships with other people. And writing helped me to become a better designer, leader, and thinker. As a designer, my job is to take a mess of ideas and issues and transform them into a product or a solution. Writing helped me learn how to clean the clutter and make products that delight people. Believe it or not, there are many similarities between writing and design. For example, when you write an article or a story or, I don't know, your diary and so on, you have to choose what ideas to leave or remove. Sometimes you may see that you're repeating yourself, you're cutting yourself, editing, and so on. In design, you have to choose what features to keep, add, remove, or redesign. In writing, you have to make your ideas clear so that anyone can understand them. In design, your UI has to be self-explanatory. So as you can see, there are similarities. And it's not only writing, there are many other um, creative fields that have similarities with design and so on. But this is just one of them. And let's keep going. Just So here's uh, how consistent writing can make you a better designer. The first is writing will influence the way you think. Writing is like going to the gym for your brain. The act of writing encourages you to be organized and logical in your thinking. When you write a sentence, paragraph, story, or even an essay, you train your brain to think concisely and consistently. For example, once you notice that you repeated your, your thoughts in a paragraph, you change it and remove it. This exercise helps you think in different ways and also notice redundancies or maybe repetitions and so on. Your writing doesn't have to be about design. It can be about anything. Writing about any topic will enable you to reflect on those actions and or experiences. So for example, writing about an event that happened will inspire you to think about what happened and why it was memorable for you. This way you are more in touch with yourself. You can assess every minute, hour, issue or so on that happened to you. Another point is how it will help you is it will help you grow. Writing is a way of tracking um, own progress. Teresa Amabile, a Harvard Business School research director, discovered that people feel more engaged and productive when they record in writing even the smallest of accomplishments. 
So the more you are aware of your progress, the more involved you are. So let's say that, I don't know, you designed, um, redesigned a recent feature for your company and writing about it actually helps you to reflect on that part and you feel more accomplished of, hey, I achieved such a big progress, right? Such a, we made such a big leap here that it, it, it just feels better. You feel this sense of relief when you just write it, you put it down on paper, and just, it's totally different. Writing helps you remember what you are studying or doing, right? By leading you to analyze and connect information and ideas from different sources. And I noticed it with myself. So for example, if I write about, um, for example, I really love uh, behavioral economics. And when I write about behavioral economics, I remember more about issues um, people, for example, uh, encounter when they uh, I don't know, play with certain products and so on. And it helps you to remember better how people feel in certain situations where their concerns are and so on. So writing or taking notes as you read or listen makes you a better listener. And it's a crucial skill for designers. Reflecting and writing on what you are learning from your users uh, team, books, or life consolidates it and improves your intuition. And as we know, intuition is a very important skill nowadays because everybody's really relying a lot on data. And I don't saying it's bad, it's good. But sometimes you have this pile of data, right? And then you just have to assess your intuition, what your intuition thinks about it. And this is one of the ways how you can improve your intuition. Now, the next point how it, writing can help you is it will clear the clutter. So, for example, for me, writing helped me communicate much better with developers. It made me think more logically and less abstract, so others could understand my needs, thinking, and process. So whenever I have to hand over a product, uh, a product design to developers, I write about, let's say, two pages worth of steps to be taken then I reread it to see if it makes sense. After that, I ask a non-designer friend to give it uh, a read and tell me whether they understand it. So the goal is to write everything so clearly that even a stranger who has no context about the job can understand it. If they aren't able to understand it, I go uh, back and make changes. So I see it like this. Let's say, for example, I don't know, I lose my job, right? Or I'm living to a better job and so on. And another person comes and that person didn't meet me uh, yet. And it doesn't know anything about the job. So that document has to be so clear that even a stranger who doesn't co have context about my job understands everything, what needs to be done next. And this is one of the important elements in the communication between uh, people in your work environment that actually helps you to keep that balance of uh, not stressing out of hey what did he mean with that or hey am i doing it right because i didn't really understand it right y you see what kind of concerns people have usually <laughs> so the mere process of writing is one of the most powerful tools we have for clarifying our thinking i'm never as clear about any matter as when i have just finished writing about it so another point is and a lot of creative people I think would like it, <laughs> writing will help you become um, more creative. Writing keeps your creativity going, creativity goings strong. 
and I always have a small notebook with me or the notes app on my phone. So every time I walk, read or talk to someone, I can take quick notes on random ideas that pop into my head. Later on, I can connect my ideas and create product features or find solutions for current issues or <laughs> even record or write a podcast or story like this <laughs> about why writing is important. You see, creativity, I think I was once told by an art director when I was um, working in advertising that creativity is taking this mess of ideas, putting them into your head and leaving them over there so they can, I don't know, <laughs> grow up on you. And then one day you're going to filter them out and create one good idea out of, I don't know, 100 worse ideas. <laughs> so basically, yeah, that's how most of the time the so-called creativity works. You get inspired from multiple sources, you put them into your head, and then you just have to make them clear so you can get, I don't know, a usable feature, solution, um, so on. And the fifth point and the last point, how writing can help you become a better uh, designer and so on, it's actually, it will help you become a better leader. Besides helping you to argue and explain your decisions, writing will make you a better leader. Arguing about a position in writing teaches you not only to support your reasoning, but also to answer objections uh, to your argument. So you'll be able to explain why it is necessary to do this or that and communicate a clear vision and guidance for your team. There is nothing worse than a leader who demands something which is unclear. And I passed through this stage <laughs> and maybe you've passed through it too and you know how can how frustrating can it be. And I think it comes mostly because people are trying to uh, look smart and intelligent and they're using, I don't know, these complex words, processes, Jesus, and sometimes I'm just going crazy. Instead of just saying with just plain English what needs to be done or what's the goal. And then once you understand it, I mean, it's much better to have that relief of understanding rather than stress of trying to understand the complexity of your thoughts. So let's say you're about to introduce a new working process for your company. Uh, let's say you're introducing design sprints, right? Explaining the concept requires you to inform yourself about your subject and organize the information in a way that makes it clear to readers and listeners. That's why writing before presenting or speaking is the best way to clean your thoughts and get them across effectively. So let's say that you're doing these design sprints and you go and, I don't know, you buy a couple of books, you watch a couple of YouTube videos, and making that structured article and then rereading it helps you to assess, hey, is it clear? Is it is something we really need even sometimes, you know? And you have these different perspectives in your head popping up when you write them, uh, when you write these ideas. And perspective is one of the most also important elements as a designer because you need to see it uh, from different angles. Is it worth it or not? And yeah, basically this is five ways how writing can help you become a better designer. And before we even end this episode, I have a couple of side notes for you. One is try to write with pen and paper. Not always. It's not like a, I don't know, like a golden rule, always write with pen and paper, but sometimes. 
If you can, try to write and take notes with pen and paper because it benefits your brain. Every time you go to a user interview or testing, do research or have a call with a client, write everything on a piece of paper so you can remember and understand better. In a study, two groups of students were asked to write by pen and paper and on their laptops during lectures. The students who took notes by hand were found to do significantly better than the other ones. They had a better chance of remembering and recalling what they wrote and also improved their long-term memory. There's something about typing that leads to mindless processing. And there is something about ink and paper that prompts students to go beyond merely hearing and recording new information. Taking notes with pen and paper rather than a laptop leads to quality learning as writing is a better way to store and understand ideas over time. So writing by hand strengthens the learning process while typing can weaken it. A similar study published in uh, Intech found that writing by hand allows the brain to receive feedback from your motor actions. And this feedback is different than those obtained when typing on a keyboard. This way, improving how your brain develops, benefiting, benefiting your thinking and creativity. So see it like this. When you write with a pen, you put, I think, I don't remember the exact number, but there is like around 50 times more effort for your brain to write something because you have to move your hand and this way it involves more parts of your brain. So you have to recall the strokes, you have to recall the lines, and you have to put everything on paper. And then the brain remembers much better what you're writing because uh, the visualizing process works differently than typing on a keyboard. And this is just a, like a quick note on if you want to remember better when you're doing, for example, user interviews and so on. I always, for example, when I go into user interview, I take just a paper and my notebook and just write everything by hand. Sometimes it is slower, but here's the point. It is slower, but I write only the most important parts. And this way I also help myself to assess if the information the user is saying is really true, right? Rather than just like a machine, keep typing what everything, like keeping a transcript of everything that was done in the interview, I just take the most important notes. For example, I don't know, um, there was a frustration with the checkout process. Okay, noted. I have to take uh, care of that and just look into it um, a little bit further. So, um, or when I have a client call, right? I'm doing the same thing. I don't have time to write a lot, so I'm just writing the most important numbers. For example, um, what's, what's the revenue they're trying to achieve or uh, what's the current design process they have and so on. And... Another side note for you is that writing doesn't have to be a pain. I know that <laughs> for some it's a terrible pain. For me, it is. <laughs> the act of getting your ideas across clearly on paper is hard work. Not to mention from an early age, we were forced to write essays in schools, meeting a minimum word count. Uh, it's as if it was ingrained in us that writing is an unpleasant experience. I mean. I remember myself, I hated writing those essays in schools. And I think it's mostly because I hated the subjects. And that's why I hated writing, because nobody told me that in the beginning, 
there are no rules in writing. Just write with as many mistakes as you want, with as many mistakes as you can, uh, about anything, about any subjects, as you wish, how you wish, and so on. But if you understand that, you should, you should, you should understand that you can write about anything, literally anything you want then writing becomes an easier approach. So for me, the process of writing began like two years ago. My first articles weren't even about behavioral economics and design. I was writing about games, right? Because that's what I enjoyed at that time, uh, just playing games. I was writing about the psychology of certain games, of how they work, transitions on gamification parts and so on. And it motivated me to keep going, to keep writing. Then, I just couldn't stop. I was motivated to write more and more, even if some of my articles didn't get as much recognition as others. And every time I hit the publish button, I felt a sense of relief. It was a pleasure to get all my ideas out and share them with others, right? It's like I take this baggage and just throw it away in the wild and just leave it live over there. And I just feel much better about this. And maybe some of you will feel the same relief when you're taking some ideas and you just put them out. So how can you begin writing, right? Most of you maybe have these questions. Well, to write about something, you have to be inspired. To be inspired, you have to read, listen, talk to others, or think first. Um, there's this great book by Paul Johnson, which is called Intellectuals, and also another book by him is called Creators, where he briefly describes the lives of different creators, right, from different industries. For example, uh, in the book Creators, he describes about the lifestyle of Tiffany, the jewelry maker, and, for example, Balenciaga, or in Intellectuals, he describes the lives of writers such as Tolstoy, and so on. And he describes the way they worked. And for example, Tiffany, before creating uh, something, he went to museums or he went to, I don't know, other countries, visiting other countries. Or there's this famous example where he went to the pyramids and went to a volcano. And he got inspired by the, by the lava, how the lava looks like, right? And then he started creating his own lamps. And it's an interesting approach because to create, you have to get be inspired and you have to consume inspiration. So the same way when you're creating your product, service, or whatever you're creating or writing something, you have to first get inspired, right? You read a book or you go to a museum or you go for a walk, you listen to a podcast, and then you have those ideas. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And you note it down, right? And then you put those ideas in writing, right? As they come, just put them in writing. And this is how you start creating. This is how you start moving the process. The same when you're designing, for example, I don't know, a product. A lot of people just go and dribble, for example, the, um, the, the, the designer's website, for those who don't know. And they just start consuming inspiration from others. And then they go back and they start creating, right? But there are many more approaches of how you can do it. Um, books, podcasts, videos, uh, conferences. There are just so many ways of getting inspired. The only thing you have to do is not to be selfish <laughs> and take those inspirations and put them on paper. 
and just share with other people. Once you consume, share with others. So remember that you can't be inspired if you don't consume inspiration. Why I put accent on inspiration? Because a lot of people say, hey, I'm not inspired, right? I don't have inspiration, so on. Uh, maybe it's because you're drained of your ideas, right? Or maybe because you're just lazy. <laughs> there is uh, one of these two. Um, then remember that there is no magic moment. Uh, writing is hard. The only way to get better at it is to simply start writing. Open up that blank page and write words on it. About what? Well, anything. Literally just write anything. I don't know. Start describing your dog, write about your day and so on. What you learned today at work or an experience with a client. Um, for example, for me, it helped a lot to write about my experiences with clients. I write about a lot about that. Write about an occasion when writing helped you better understand a difficult subject or an occasion when your writing meant made others take notice. Write about your design process, challenges, mistakes, <laughs> dogs, <laughs> weird hobbies. Write about anything. Write every day. Let it out and let others read it. Also, there's no such thing as a writer's block. It's a myth. It means that you're a perfectionist, right? And can't stand bad writing. When you say, I can't write, right? You actually mean, I can't write something that is perfect. And But if you write poorly enough, a lot, sooner or later, your brain will give up and you'll start writing great. Write 50,000 words of bad writing and then let everyone around you decide if you can, can write or not so yeah guys that's it for today's episode um, I hope you, you enjoyed it I'll put the links to the article and the research in the podcast notes so you can read them later on so yeah thanks for listening I hope you got something uh, useful for yourself and I'll see you in the next episode cheers <laughs>